Welcome back to episode 51. Today we are talking all about how to nail your brand voice. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. It is awesome to have you here. I am your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange, where we help you get confident to build a bold brand so that you and your business aren't swimming in the sea of sameness. And this week, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, brand voice. There are so many brand voices out there that I love and that I enjoy reading. And we're going to be talking about how you can nail your brand voice. We're going to be getting some experts in as well who have sent me through their ideas of how they have nailed their brand voice and their people that I love to read uh, their copies. So I really wanted to share that with you. Now, before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my free Building a Standout Brand Masterclass. If you struggle to get clear on your message, understand what the key elements of building a standout brand are, and you want some insightful and free training about what matters to your audience, then this one's for you. You can head over to the show notes or go to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash brand masterclass. That's theconnectionexchange.com forward slash brand masterclass. And you can get access to that today. But hey, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Brand voice. That's what we are talking about today. So you want to be able to talk to people in a way that doesn't sound like you have something lodged where it shouldn't be. And (laughs) You might be finding it hard. I get it. I work in both corporate and small to medium businesses. So finding a brand voice that fits is not a given. I think that a lot of us have potentially come from corporate backgrounds where it's very formal and you have to write in a certain way and keep it very proper. And breaking out of that can be really hard. And I have said it before on the podcast. I am still, it's a work in progress. When I'm in the zone, it's really easy for me just to write as I speak. But when I am writing a lot, it's really easy for me to slip into the corporate formal tone as well. So when you're a business owner and potentially a solopreneur, your brand voice a lot of the time is really your own tone of voice, how you speak, how you like to communicate. So today what we want to dive into is how can you really shine when it comes to how you talk online, the way that you write and the things that you say to connect with the type of people that you really want to connect with. Because at the end of the day, we connect with each other and how we write is all part of that connection. If I read something from somebody and it just either makes me laugh or it's insightful or it's friendly or it's informative and it really speaks to me, then I'm going to continue to follow them. So how we write is so important, especially when we're spending so much time on captions, blogs, even when we're doing like doing this podcast or doing a video, the way that you communicate 
really impacts how people connect and follow you on an ongoing basis. So before we dive in, let's start at the very beginning. As Julie Andrews says, it's a very good place to start. So now when it comes to brand voice, Google tells me that a brand voice is the purposeful, consistent expression of a brand through words and styles that engage and motivate. The personality of your brand is determined in large measure by the words you use and the sentences you write. So you know when you're reading something a business wrote and it just speaks to you, you get their sense of humor, you understand their tone and you appreciate the way they communicate with you. Well, that is tone of voice. It's how you speak to people through the written word and it provides an insight into you, your business, how you want to be seen, how you like to connect and communicate with people. Who would have thunk? But yes, everything you write provides a feeling. And as we know, brand is very much around the emotiveness of how people follow you, how they engage with you and whether they become loyal to you or not. When you think about the brands that you really love, what is it that you love about them? You know, it might be their style, it might be the way that they look, but it's definitely the feeling that they give you. It could be the way that they write, the way they communicate, their strap line, their ads, their emails. There's so many different elements to it. But tone of voice is really how we connect and speak to each other. Now, not all businesses will have the same tone of voice, duh, uh, because obviously everybody is different and the way that we communicate is different. So working out not only what works for you, but also what works for your clients and how you want them to feel, respond and receive your messages and information is really where you need to start. So recently I've had a number of clients who have really struggled to define or develop their brand voice because of the whole corporate track record and what's been drummed into us. And so I thought that this was really timely to do as well. So I always think it's good to review things and make sure that you're on brand, which basically means that you're not Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to the content that you post and the voice is one of the most important things as well. So Number one is really know what you're here to say. If I ask you to describe how you communicate and how you want to connect with your audience, what are three words you would use? So for me in the Connection Exchange, I want our brand voice to be fun and real. I laugh a lot. So it's super important that some of our posts have a sense of humor, share things I think are funny and just very me or very our community, um, which can be kind of daggy at times, sarcastic. I love sarcasm. Uh, and I want it to be really fun for our readers as well. So, you know, life isn't a highlight reel. We want to be real as well and make sure that we're being honest about you know, what it takes to do certain things and the fact that you don't always feel amazing all the time. And so that real storytelling tone of voice is important, which is the second thing for us, which is storytelling. So when it happened, why it happened, what she said, what was great, who was there, how can you be part of it the next time, those sorts of things. So even uh, recently I've run, I've written a series on running events and it's if you search the hashtag exchanger event tips you will see the posts on that and so with all the tips that I've given I've also given some story around it so when I talked about promotion recently I talked about the fact that the very first 
thing that we ever did in our business was a massive event and that we had to promote, promote, promote. And that even though it's hard and this is how you feel and this is what your mindset might be, this is what we experienced. So just really sharing that story and sharing the ups and downs I think is really important too. The third thing for our brand voice is helpful and supportive. So because I'm a business coach and brand consultant, I want to make sure that we're providing helpful tips and that we're responding and engaging with our audience to support them to grow their business and brand. So really taking a look at how you communicate that in a way that you feel is helpful and clear and gets to the point, but also has an emotional connection to your audience, I think is really important. So the first thing is to write down a couple of words as to how you wanna communicate. So just ours again, we wanna be fun, we wanna be real, we wanna be storytelling, we wanna be helpful and supportive. So those are some of the things. There are other words that we would use as well, but those are just a couple. So really think about what the words are as to how you wanna come across as well. So write those words down that you think describe your brand voice. And if you're struggling with this, then think about how you would normally speak to people. What's your sense of humor if you're planning or injecting some in? Do you have a certain way of expressing yourself that really resonates with your audience? I know you've heard it before, but people buy from people and it's the people who I love online that I usually end up working with. It'll be something they talk about, how they set it, or what they're about that really draws me in. It's their unique take on things, their unique perspective, yeah? So remember your vibe attracts your tribe, so don't worry about trying to be for everybody. Create a brand that you love and the right people will find you. Be okay with being different. You know, I talk about standing out all the time. So that's what you want in the end. If it sounds like everyone else, then you'll just blend in. So a couple of tips and tricks here is when I write my subscribers newsletter or any of my email posts, I write it to somebody's. So for example, I will think about a specific person in my community who I'm writing to and I'll be like, hey Louise, hope you are having an awesome week. Just wanted to drop in and say, hi, there's so much going on in the business at the moment. We've got some events coming up that I would love to see you at etc. So I read all of my content out loud as well to make sure that that's how I would say it and I haven't fallen back into the corporate speak which is so easy for me to do. Even though I may not be putting somebody's name in there as I'm writing my captions or my newsletters I am definitely thinking of somebody specific Uh, and when I read it out loud to myself I actually do put their name in to make sure that yeah that's what I would say to them as well. The next tip is to listen up. Your brand voice has to know your clients as well. So I want you to pitch yourself in a room full of your ideal clients. Yeah, you got it. Think about how you're saying hello. You know, how you're asking them questions or how you're sharing what's happening with you. How do they want to be communicated with? Now, your brand voice obviously needs to be authentic to you and what you're all about. But if you want to work with a certain type of business or customer, then having a brand voice that is jarring for them is seriously not going to be doing you any favors. So you have to be 100% true to yourself and hopefully what is true to you will attract the clients you want to work with too. But But this is where the difference may be. So 
If you're an agency style business and you want a more serious tone of voice for whatever reason, maybe you're working with larger corporates and they respond better to a brand voice that's more formal, then that's a conscious decision that you make as well. So just understand how they communicate. What platforms are they on? For example, your LinkedIn tone of voice might be slightly different to your Instagram one if you're focusing on a different audience. You know, what do they need from you? What are they saying and how are they saying it? This isn't about mimicking them. It's about talking to them in a way that they're going to respond to. Now, one thing I do want to say is that I have the same tone of voice on most of my channels, but I might just be a bit more personality driven in Instagram. Whereas on LinkedIn, whilst I'll still say the same sort of things, I may not use some of the slang that I might use on Instagram. So I think that you can still absolutely be true to you and still have a similar tone of voice, but you might tweak it here and there for your audience. And I think that that's fine, but you have to decide on what works for you with that. I think the main thing, just going back to your brand voice and the words that you use to describe it, is that anything that you write or anything that you create in your business should just be going through that filter. So if you're writing something, go back and say, so for example, with mine, is it fun? Is it insightful? Is it useful or supportive? Like any of the brand voice words that you want to make sure that you're using Uh, just put it through that filter and make sure that what you're writing reflects those brand voice words that you've chosen as well. So I think it's always good to give you some examples of brand voices that I love. So one thing I've learned after going out on my own is to learn from some of the best in the business. It's not about copying. It's about watching people who know their craft better than you do. I've never been great when it comes to copy. If I'm honest, like I am a bit of a typo queen. I know it's really bad, uh, but I will read things like 50 times. And then it's only when I press send that I will see that I left the T out or the I out and it drives me crazy. But you know something I don't let it stop me from doing what I want to do I'll do my best Uh, that's just how it is and at the end of the day I've always been a bit more of a big picture girl rather than in the detail but you always try and work at what you're not great at too so once I write something it's like putting splinters under my nails to go back and proofread it but I am getting better and I'm learning to get better and I love reading and watching people who are awesome at what they're doing so I really try and learn from them as well so you know if words are your thing then more power to you I say But some of the brand voices I love are Frank Body and Go To Skincare. They're two of my favorite online and it's because they've got a real sense of humor and they totally nail it. So Go To Skincare by Zoe Foster Blake, I just think is funny. It's a bit silly. It's a bit tongue in cheek. Just reading their product names and about page, you'll quickly understand what I'm talking about. So I'll give you an example. This is from their website. It was founded by Australian beauty editor and the author of Amazing Face, Zoe Foster Blake, in brackets. There she is, there on the right, clearly thrilled to get her mug on the site, in bracket. 
who has been in the beauty industry for 213 years and is the result of years spent reviewing and using every kind of skincare product available from supermarket to spa brands and receiving invaluable feedback from women on what they like, don't like, and find utterly baffling about the products they use on their skin. So I think that's on her about page. But there's a lot of, you know, there's random things in there that I think just kind of, that's probably how she would talk as well. So to me, it says that this is for women who just want simple, easy, not too fancy, fun and accessible skincare. I'm not going to be bamboozled by what it is they're trying to do, by the terms that they're using. You know, the their makeup or their, their skin products are called properly clean or very useful face cream, which I love. So simple and easy and a bit of fun as well. Frank Body, on the other hand, use their hashtag, let's be frank. And, you know, that gives you a really clear idea of what their brand voice is like. It's pretty brash at times, very in your face. So these ladies are amazing when it comes to wordsmithing. They're really clever, funny, sassy word styling. Uh, You know, they're speaking to a certain type of girl who likes probably to play hard, looking after herself, but, you know, not too much muss or fuss. So they say, I make natural skincare for days you don't want to touch your legs and have them feeling rougher than your last hangover. (laughs) So you can tell who they're speaking to. And I think that your brand voice should hopefully really speak to your audience. And when I read their copy, I know who they're speaking to. It's kind of like when I was in my 20s and I really wasn't that into skincare, but I was into partying pretty hard. And so, you know, if I kind of want to take care of my skin, but not have too much fuss over it, then I might use their products. Now, I actually asked two ladies that I absolutely love online for their thoughts and opinions on it. So the first one is from Jade Warren from Hipster Mum. I interviewed Jade a while ago on the podcast and she's just amazing. Uh, And I find her brand voice funny. I really engage with it. And so I asked her, how do you define your brand voice, Jade? And this is what she said. Well, throw lizards, gillets and owls eyeballs into a pot and cook it all up with some good old fashioned witchcraft, of course. Joking. The best brand voices are as sweet and infectious as the perfect pop song. They're a perfect balance of the simple and complex and truth be told, you cannot engineer that shit. What you can do is coax them to life slowly and gently by putting all the pieces in the right place, then stand back and let the magic happen. That doesn't mean you don't work hard, and I mean labor, to bring them forward. It just means you can't force it. In her brilliant book, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert invites readers to follow your own fascination, obsessions and compulsions. Trust them. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. And I can't think of better instructions. I'm a visual and sound person. I'm a stylist rather than a creator. I'm not great at sitting in front of a blank page and crafting magnificence from nothing. But if I see or hear something, I'm very good at grabbing it with a big gotcha. For the hipster mum brand voice, I use two constant sources of inspiration, Pinterest and Audio Jungle. Pinterest is a visual library that constantly floods my eyes with color, graphics, words, palettes that might be useful for my brand. Audio Jungle does the same for sound. I visit these sites often and when I do not need to, I squirrel away 
interesting bits and pieces so that when shit hits the fan and I need to articulate my brand voice in like 30 seconds, I can draw from them and I know exactly who I am. In terms of defining my brand with words, this is the last thing I work on and think of. But if I have to, I have one guiding concept, make it funny or forget it, which is so true about Jade. Life is simply too short not to laugh at every opportunity. Below is my brand blurb. You'll probably find it quite useless, (laughs) but you'll remember it, which is the number one goal after all, win. So her blurb, hipster mum blurb. Hipster mum is a writer, photographer, and mum to six children, both natural and adopted from all around the world. Oh, wait, that last one's not her. It's Angelina Jolie. (laughs) But but it's easy to get the two of them confused. At hipster underscore mum offers a realistic guide to parenting in style and features two parts dancing, one part cats plus a pinch of tacos. Check out Hipster Mum on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, and say hello. (laughs) So you can see what I mean. The woman has a brand voice all of her own and a personality that I love. And honestly, wit and creativity that Jade brings to my social feeds, I would not be without. So make sure you go and check her out at hipster underscore mum. Jade is amazing. The second person I asked was Karen Hollenbach from Think Bespoke, who is a content whiz. And I asked her for her thoughts on brand voice as well. And this is what she said. I believe it is becoming increasingly important to bring yourself and what you stand for to the table in the context of your brand voice. While it is potentially quite confronting to do this, if you stay true to yourself, your values and your intentions for your business, then developing a clear brand voice can be an empowering experience. When developing your brand voice, I encourage you to think about the elements you consider when you create created your logo. Think about the colors you use and the elements that were important on the logo design. Why did you make these decisions? What were the factors you considered? If you were to redesign or refresh your logo, what would change? Considering this will help you develop a clearer brand voice. The more clearly you communicate what your brand stands for, how you can help and who you help, the more effective you will be in attracting the right type of client to your business. While you can try to develop a distinct brand identity that is separate from your individual and professional identity, also known as you, invariably they are related. This is especially the case if you're running a service-based business and you are what you are selling. But where do you start? Knowing the values of your brand are a key first step. What does your business stand for? What is your mission? Who do you serve? Taking the time to consider this will help you start to develop your brand voice. The values you choose are likely to be related to your own values. For Think Bespoke, our values are helpful, curious, and thoughtful. Providing insight, acting with integrity and honesty are always critical elements. My personal mission is to help people reach their full potential. How this translates to Think Bespoke is our mission to help you unlock your potential. These values and our mission have a strong influence on Think Bespoke's brand voice. We are helpful. Our blogs are very how-to focused. We get that LinkedIn is scary for some people who are not as active online. We are patient and work at the pace of our clients, breaking down our insights into bite-sized steps. Knowing your ideal client well is also a key component of defining your brand voice. 
Think Bespoke's clients tend to be quiet and thoughtful game changers who work at a slower pace than some. They read a lot of books, are members of their local library and may also enjoy regular visits to the local art gallery. They work for themselves, a not-for-profit or an organisation that educates or helps their community. Knowing this about our client influences how we share our insights. The brand voice we use on Instagram and Facebook tends to be more light-hearted and personable, whereas our brand voice on LinkedIn is slightly more instructive and educational. The reason we vary our brand voice on different platforms is because our clients are expecting a different tone or style, depending on what they are reading or watching. It's still us and we remain true to our values, but our content type and conversations in comments and messages may be more casual on social media than LinkedIn as an example. As you consider your brand voice, I encourage you to stay true to your company's mission, consider your top five values and always keep your ideal client and those you wish wish to influence in mind. Thanks, Karen. And thanks, Jade. I do love that Karen says that you need to align your voice with your values. That is so true. It's not just about tone. It's about really embedding what you want to say and how you say it into everything you do. So these are just a few that I'm loving. I love how Smack Bang designs, storytells. I love Cherie from The Digital Picnic. Never missed her in supposed all stories and she's definitely helped me chillax a bit on the tone of voice front. I know that coming from a corporate consulting background, I have definitely had to unteach myself all of the therefore thus hither thereunto's after writing business reports for the last 10 odd years. So yes, it's okay just to be human and have fun. Yes, it's okay to have your voice be you. No, you don't have to be formal and sound like you are all business. But my next tip and our final tip for this podcast is if you are still struggling, then persona it. So if your brand was a person, who would it be? Now, I know that the obvious answer that most people would give is you. But like I said, not every brand is going to be exactly the same as the business owner. And that's totally okay. Because my brand voice is me, it's easy to describe what I'm like, how I talk, what I like to talk about, what's funny to me, and what stories I think are important. And my brand attracts my coaching clients and the women who are in my community, and I love them. They are exactly the women who I want to be hanging out with when it comes to my business and what I do. If, on the other hand, you're a little shy and you need a persona to show up, seriously, no judgment here. If Beyonce can do it, so can you, girlfriend. Now, personas are not a new thing. For everybody who loves a bit of Beyonce, there's a famous story that she's actually really shy. And so when she gets on stage, her persona is Sasha Fierce. How awesome is that? And so Sasha Fierce takes over. And that's who you see on stage. It's the attitude, the steely look, the booty grinding, the goddess that you see before you with Beyonce. So every time she gets on stage, this persona is her performer to help her to deliver the best show she can. And it's the same for you. Your persona can help you show up in different ways. Now, one thing I do want to say about a persona is that you still want it to be you. Yeah, you still want to make sure that when people listen to you read about you or read your content online and then they meet you in person, you don't want it to be a jarring experience where there's 
complete difference. You definitely want to have that consistency. But what I would say is that if you feel a little bit more comfortable writing than you do talking, then, you know, enjoy the opportunity to write with more personality. And that's okay too. Yeah. Because if that's kind of where you enjoy being, then you just take advantage of that. But personas are great if you have other people working on your copy and content as well. So if you can describe who your brand person is, what their tone of voice is, then it makes it a lot easier for somebody else to be able to potentially replicate that as well. And once again, like we said, it all goes through the filter of your brand voice words uh, that you choose and the personality that you're choosing as words. So let's do a quick recap. Number one is understand what brand tone and voice is first of all. Then know what you're here to say. Know what your clients need and want so that you can obviously be speaking to them on the right channels in the right way. Learn from other brands. I learn from other brands all the time and find the ones that really resonate for you. Number five was persona it if you are struggling as well, but make sure that there is consistency and that it's not jarring and completely different from when somebody connects with you online and they connect with you in person. So I hope that that's been helpful. I do think that it's always important for us to be looking at the copy that we're putting out there, making sure that we feel like it's really authentic and genuine to us and that we're communicating in a way that really works for us and our clients. So dear listeners, go forth and write with confidence and conviction, knowing that you've nailed your brand tone of voice and that it's everything you want it to be. Learn from others who are doing it really well and keep practicing. I do think that it's an art. I think that you get better and better as you go. I'm sure I was really crap at it when I first started. Um, And even now I feel like I'm still working at it. So I just think, you know, you can only do you, but really give things a go. Think about how you would tell a story. Think about how you can expand on it and give more detail and really share some insights into you and how you work and the experiences that you have, because I know that that is what people really connect to as well. But at the end of the day, just be you and the right people will connect with you. So thanks so much for being here. I hope that that was helpful for you. Now, don't forget that if you want to get access to my brand, free brand masterclass, then make sure that you head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash brand masterclass. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love you to share it with your friends and your community. Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. And obviously, as always, you can follow me on all social platforms at Suze Chadwick, but I hang out mostly in stories. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.